she bold, she real, and she's definitely ready. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Shebo Crew Podcast. It's your girl Smiley B. And it's Eva G. Um, shout out to Simply One Taj, y'all. She didn't make it in today, but you know, we're gonna hold it down. <laughs> we do have a special guest. Her name is Akila. So thank you for coming in, Akila. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Hi, y'all. I'm Akila. Um from Columbus, and I'm a cosmetologist here in the city. Yes. Yes. So if y'all got some questions, let her know. Cause okay. I just, I yes. just, and I, I respond. I respond to my DMs. I don't act like I can't talk to y'all in public. Yeah, as long as it's <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to you. What's your Instagram? Um, my Instagram is Akila Lorraine, or you might know me as like A Lorraine. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get that brand and push my mm-hmm. brand out there like that. So, but it's Akila Lorraine on Instagram. I like that. Do you specialize in just like natural hair, or do you do everything? Um, I specialize so really in just natural hair. Mm-hmm. I can get your hair to grow. So my, my clients say I got like growing hands, mm-hmm. but I do do weaves and I do do colors and bridal stuff. Yes. So I do a lot of things, but natural hair is really my specialty. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So usually when we start the podcast, we do what the hell moment. I know you've listened to some of our episodes. So, um, well, uh, what the hell, when the hell, mm-hmm. you know. So do you have a WTF moment you want to share? Okay, so I do have. It's kind of funny. So I'm in this whole trying to date thing yeah. space. Oh, Lord. So I'm on a date with this oh, guy. And the conversation was cool. Everything was good. But, girl, he kept ringing up his damn baby mom. Oh, oh, I mean, in what context? Like, like it's like a comparison. Like oh, that's no, the yeah, that's only a, girl uh, he can compare yeah. shit to, and I'm just like, first of all, don't compare right. me to nobody because maybe. And this was y'all's first date. First little out. I've known him for years, so this is kind of recent. So he might know. He might know <laughs> who I'm talking about. But I was just like, damn, he keep bringing her up. I'm okay. Like, shit. You know, yeah. I've never had a guy, and I don't do that either because everybody is different. But I've never had a guy so much as mention other girls to me, but a little compare. Like yeah. you sitting here. Doing a tally. I guess that's I mean, his only. Sure that's his I mean, only like relationship he can like. Yeah, his but that's something you do in your head. You are you. So just, he was referring everything to that. I'm just sitting there yeah. like. Yeah, or you just my talking goddamn, jail, like, my ex used to get the goddamn <laughs> And I try not dip. to bring up yeah. on anything. I really try not to talk about him or say anything about him because I know that's not good. Or if you tell a guy, oh, he did this to me, he might try to do it again to you and your relationship. So I would, I try my best not to bring yeah, him up. Yeah, and it's just important. It's like some stuff you just evaluate in your head. Yeah. And you go through that when you self-reflect. When mm-hmm. you go home, I just had a nice day with this girl. And you know, you do those type of things. Yeah. But when you're actively sitting in front of me, comparing me, or and really going in detail yeah, with the story. Yeah, that's, that's like that's are you in love? If he did it like <laughs> baby need to watch like some dating videos. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> and he only said like maybe one thing, but constantly, like, like constantly. Baby, you need to, to go car. and see a dating specialist so they can tell you how to date. Yeah. You probably ain't, you know, because I ain't. I'm you know, start crying. He's a he's a cool guy. I would say he's a cool guy. Well, he's hurt. That kind of I was just like, okay, I know I ain't tripping, and then I was like, you said it again. I'm, like, I'm really not tripping. Yeah. So oh my. That goodness. was my what the fuck. No, yeah, no, that man. is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I can see you now, Keila. Because <laughs> for y'all listeners who don't know, Keila is one of my close dear friends. Yes. She is my like I love her. 
We've been friends since high school. Mm-hmm. So we got way back. 11, way 12 back. years mm-hmm. friendship. And um, so, yes, baby, um, we have a bond. And I know you. Like, when you be uncomfortable, like, she's so sweet. She won't say much, but she will be giving that look. Like, yes, and she'll be me. giving that look. Like, really? That was me looking at so him. it's like, sir, you wasn't catching the drift? <laughs> He wasn't. wasn't. And he brought it up again, and then he brought it up again on the oh. phone. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, what you say? He brought up again on the phone. Yes, and I'm like, okay. Baby, okay. What's the recap? I hope you heard everything I told you about my baby mama. I did it, but just in case you missed something. What? Just in case you want to put something out there about your ex, I'm not talking about him. Yeah. So. um Yes, I'm so thankful that you came today. I know you're busy, schedule be stacked. Yeah, she yeah. got two lovely kids of her own, so I know that, you know, baby be busy. And um so I'm so thankful that you came on today and just to kind of jump into what we what you came here to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um you know, anybody who lives in the city of Columbus, Ohio right now, you know that the violence, gun violence, um, is super at a high rate right now. It's so mm-hmm. devastating how every day we wake up and see somebody has been taken from their loved ones. And it's just so unfortunate. And it's just really no understanding to it. And it just makes you like, you know, I love my city, but I'm just like, damn, like, I can't imagine how people on the outside looking in our city is looking like, what the heck is mm-hmm. going on there? You know, so um, especially being born and raised here and remembering times that mm-hmm. things were not like this, you know, where I wasn't worried about my kids right. going outside and hanging out mm-hmm. and doing, you know, things like that. And I feel like even when things was at its worst, it was never this bad. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And I don't really want to chalk everything to the pandemic and mm. financial, you know, I get it. You know, we're, we've been in a pandemic and people's finances and livelihood and stuff have changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. But I've been through a lot in this pandemic. And the last thing I've been thinking about is going well, out and killing somebody. When you think about it, though, how many stories have we been hearing about it being like younger people, teenagers? If they're not in school, you know what I mean? They weren't a really lot of free school. time. Yeah. Lot yeah of and a whole time. bunch of foolishness. And I used to be so... Happy, like, oh my god, oh, that's sad to say, but like, I have two daughters, mm-hmm. so there's certain things that y'all having sons worry about probably more than me. That's how I used to feel, but now after hearing all of these stories about like the 17 year old girls fighting and then, um, yeah, they fight crazy, Mackenzie. Like now, even I'm like, dang, it's scary for daughters too, like, it really mm-hmm. don't matter. Like, it's yeah, just crazy guys are right out now. here, even, um, you know, killing women, and it's crazy. like. Before it used to be, I don't want to say like a code, but there used to be a sense of like, you know, we're not going to hurt women or kids. Nowadays, you see kids, innocent kids getting hit by straight bullets and just drive-by shootings and just like all this crazy stuff. So, you know, it's definitely um, a deep, you know, subject to talk about. But, you know, Keela... You are someone who experienced, and there's a lot of people who have, and that's another thing I'm gonna say. It's a lot of people who um, are victims yeah, that have had lost somebody thing. to, you know. Mm-hmm. I just was telling um, Keila, like, you know, I'm pray to God every day because I never had to go through that. I've lost loved ones, right? Mm-hmm. But mostly to like natural causes. I've never really had anybody taken mm-hmm. um, in such a vicious way. So, being that you know you lost your child's father, what was? Um, it was May twenty fourth of twenty eighteen. So it was like three years ago. Okay. He, he got killed three years ago, a day I would uh 
never forget, you know, I know the whole morning from us talking at like seven in the morning. Did that day feel weird? Um, kind of, sort of, because if anybody know Rikas, he was just a big clown and that night he was irritating me. So, um, I know I was calling him all that night. I just had a, some type of feeling that something wasn't right, you know? And at the same time, he's a grown man, so he's going to do what he want to do. And especially living in that type of lifestyle. So I just was like, come home. He's supposed to be on his way, you know. So I'm like, you know what? He going to come, whatever. He always walk in, what's up, come pick him up, whatever. So um, he t- I text, he texts me because I was texting the night before all these messages and everything. And then that morning, he said, he said, baby, I'm okay, you know. I would never be with nobody else, you know. By the time it gets a certain time, I'm pissed. Like, who the hell is you with? Right. You know? Like, now, what's really going on? But he was like, no, I was, I'm not with nobody. I promise you I was nowhere. I promise you I love you, you know. And that was that. And then I get a, sis- a call from his sister. I dropped the kids off whatever, And I'm like, you know, he's going to come and go home and just make it. Like, I don't got nothing to do. But he going to walk in because he always just show up out of nowhere and we go to breakfast or something. But I got a call from his sister, and she was just screaming. I'm like, what the hell are you saying, Carol? Like, I don't understand nothing you're talking about. And then she just said, he's dead. They got re And I'm just like, what are you talking about? So immediately, I hang up the phone. Mm-hmm. I call his phone. It's going to voicemail. I'm screaming, shouting. I just don't get it because I'm like, y'all just texted yeah. you. You know, yeah. we just said I love you and everything. You yeah. would never do anything crazy. So it was just like, okay, just breathe. So I call his friend. His friend is upset, so he hang up on me. I'm, I just rush to the hospital. Yeah. And um, I'm there. A couple of time members is there, whatever. Some his guys he knew was there. And um, we're just waiting. And I'm guessing everything's going to be okay. I'm like, he a soldier. He going he gonna to pull through. Like, he's been shot not once, not twice. But he been shot a couple times. So I'm like, he going to pull through. Before in the past. Before in the past. Yeah, yeah. so he going to pull through. He got this, you know. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, we just, I, um, we go in the hospital, whatever, sit down. And I see his grandma come out. And she's just, like, shaking her head. Like, mm-hmm. no. All I remember is just screaming. Yeah. That's all I can remember, like, screaming so loud. Yeah. Because, like, how can you do this? Yeah. Like, how, how could you take a life? Yeah. You know? So viciously, so cold-heartedly, and then be like... No remorse. No remorse. No remorse. Yeah. Well, the person that it is in jail, right? They oh, yeah, him. he's in jail. He okay. only got um seven years. It's nothing. Seven yeah. years? Yeah, he can come back, live life, have kids, start over, say fucking kumbaya. But my son, his kids are still out here living yeah. day so, to day. Uh, how old were your kids at the time? So RJ had to be maybe like. Six going on seven or seven going on eight. Yeah. Layla was maybe like three, three and a half. I yeah. can't even imagine explaining that to the kids. It was hard. Yeah. My um, my good friend Asha, she she's really there when stuff like this always happen. Mm-hmm. I always I just called her and um, she picked them up from school and I really didn't know how to tell them. Yeah. Or should I tell them now? Should I yeah, wait? Should I right? lie and say, you know? Mm-hmm. Or wait till they ask what's that? Yeah, because he just came home from prison yeah. on March 24th. So he was only home for how many months? Um, March, a month. <gasps> wow. One month. 
Yeah, he was only home for one month. So I only got to get a glimpse of the man I knew he was going to be or always knew he was going to be for just 30 days. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So crazy. It's so crazy. And, you know, I remember when I got the call, because mm-hmm. one of my good friends that, you know, knows Rikis and knows you, and they were like, I remember hearing that some people had got killed. Some mm-hmm. people got shot. And one of the people was dead. And the other person was in critical. Or so, yeah. You know, the details they hit the They didn't just, they didn't media. know which one They didn't was. know which they one. They couldn't identify him. Mm-hmm. So we had to tell them who was who, tattoos, yeah. whatever. And so I remember getting that call. And it was pretty much, like you said, pretty frantic. And mm-hmm. I, they know my relationship with you. And they're like, that you hear about these people that got shot? Da, 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 da. Uh, one of them was Rikis. And I'm like, wait, what? So, like, instantly my mm-hmm. mind, like, when I hear bad stuff, like, or something that I know is, like, traumatic, I don't know, my body does something where it's, like, I can hear you, but I'm not listening. Yeah. It's, like, I instantly, mm-hmm. it's, like, block out. And I'm, like, as soon as I heard Rikis' name, I thought of you and your mm-hmm. kids. And I just was, like, so I just started blocking it out. So, I literally made them repeat it, like, three times. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, wait, like comedy yeah, right. and so being that we have been friends for so long mm-hmm. like I've seen you come out of a lot of you stuff you knew the things I, I knew the things you were going through school. yeah and just yeah. even just in your life high school love okay oh first I didn't really <laughs> like Rikis at first oh. you know <laughs> but I've been knowing him since I was like 10 and he would always try to talk to me I'm like Rikis leave me alone I grew up on the south side but I never would go outside or play I was never outside to a mm-hmm. kid like that but he knew I lived out there mm-hmm. and he would always just pick on me and yeah. what you doing where you at yeah. but always like I knew he liked that's me. all I was about to say cause like Keela's like <laughs> such a good girl you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. she was like you know go to school come home like she was a good girl and so I went to school with Rikis as well I went to middle school with him but he did he was like you know a little rough around the edges but he would like that's his type like he wants a yeah. good girl somebody that's opposite of him mm-hmm. you know right. truth, yeah. truth opposite is attract right. you know? literally so it was so crazy how when we met in high school and she was you know dealing with him and she broke him I'm like crazy Rikis <laughs> who's always like she said clowning <laughs> instigating oh something he was just he just had that like you Spark. was not gonna not get a laugh mm. when he was around what, yeah. No matter what it was, you could not right. be serious. Because he was cracking jokes and he was just like the class clown. Always the whole school knew him. And, you know, he just moved to the beat of his own drum. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, I remember getting a call and I just remember just all the stuff that you had been going through prior to that. And I think yes. that all just hit like, me. No, and I was like, no, I no. instantly like just broke down. I'm like, my friend, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I can't call her like this, you know? Yeah. I can't call her. So I called one of our other mutual close friends, like Erica yeah. or Courtney, one of them. And I was just like, I can't call her like this. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can't. Like, I got to be strong for my friend. But I, I'm like, right. I know both of them. Mm-hmm. I, You know what I'm saying? I know what she's been through in her life and just like how the enemy has continued to try to pull her down and she keeps pulling coming through and she was so excited for him to come home and they had you know these beautiful kids life plan and i'm just like this cannot be real so i needed to talk to somebody else who knew what the situation was and when i had talked to them and they confirmed it i was just like and they was like you know i think it was erica she's like i'm about to be with her um so i'm gonna make sure that i'll keep you updated i'm like because i was like i can't you know she was together she was together like she sound really like together and 
what you needed around you mm-hmm. at that moment with strong people. And that's so why I was saying, like, you know, um, so she was just like, you know, just calm down. You know, I'm going to keep you informed. I'm going to keep you updated. I'm going to send my love. I'm going to tell her that, you know, you get yourself together before you mm-hmm. reach out because, you know, I didn't want to put my hurt on you. Yeah. Like, that's selfish. I feel like I have to be there for my friend. But it was definitely traumatic. And, um, uh, it was just like, I could not believe that. But it's just like, you know, in a sense of like how things happen so fast and just how careless people are and how they just go around and, and people are really taking people out. Like, what are we at? Like, you know, even back then when that happened three years ago, I think that that we weren't, we weren't no, as, as many murders as, as, many as we have now. Yeah. I, see, I, see, I feel like once he passed... It's been a lot of other people passing before him. And it's people he known. He's mm. been around people we may know. Mm. And it's just, like, it's getting close. And I see a lot of mothers going through what I went through. Because yes. the grieving stage is it's long. I still I was grieve just sometimes. Say, yeah. I still grieve sometimes. And it, it seems like it's more easier when I talk about it. Yeah. At night, I do feel a little lonely at times. But it's just the, the grieving. So some of the mothers that... I know that have children or delivering children, pregnant or kids, father is gone. I know it's hard. Yeah. It's very hard. Yeah. You can cry you a do, lot of tears. Did you go to like any type of like support groups? Like, is there anybody that might be listening who's going through something similar? Like, is there anything that you could tell them that worked for you? Did you so, talk to people, um, I did go to counseling. I thought I didn't need to go because I'm like, he wasn't my husband per se, but he was a big part of my right. life. I crossed a lot of milestones with him from being 16 to 25. Yeah. He seen me from a little girl to a grown ass woman. Right. So I did go to counseling and it helped. It did help yeah. a lot. And then it comes to a point where you have to um, pray yes. and really get that strength from God because yeah. you you going to really need it, especially yeah. with having kids yeah. and then having to, I got to be a mom. Yeah. So, still got to work. Still got to work. Gotta hold everything Hold down. everything together. Still got to be cute. Mm-hmm. You don't even yeah. get into the dating part. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot to go yeah. with it. So I did counseling and I prayed and I cried. So it's very good to cry. Yeah. It's so good to cry. Cry for him. Yeah. Talk to him. Like ask yeah. him to People guide think you. that tears signify weakness. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, that's why males don't cry. Right. And it's so bogus that people raise their kids like that. Mm-hmm. And people like that. Like why are you crying like that? That's normal. We got mm-hmm. tear ducts for a reason. Right. It's, a, it's an emotion. It's mm-hmm. an action of an expression of an emotion. Just like how when you're happy you laugh. Yeah. Laughing is okay. You why? Crying, crying when you're laughing too yeah. because it's that fun. Yeah. So why is crying not okay? We can laugh. We can shout when we're mad. Right. That's not a problem. Right. We can laugh when we're happy, but we can't cry when we sad, when we hurt. Right. And I would rather you cry as much as you can than to hold it in and go try to hurt somebody else mm-hmm. or try to let that rage out or that uh, sadness out in another way that might mm-hmm. not be so healthy. And so I mean that needs to change with. What do we say when little boys? Well, what do people usually say when little boys fall? Oh, get up! You know, wipe it yeah. off. You, you strong, you a man. Boys don't right. cry. Yeah. And now he turned into this grown ass man. And he got that can't Communicate and tell me what the hell wrong with him, and, and I don't know you. And sad. that's typically what it be. It's like a lack right. of communication. It's like. You can't really hate someone that much that you, in your mind, you made it up that you're about to shoot this person, and knowing that you know, 
gun violence can lead to the loss of somebody's life. Like, you just don't know how to communicate. Hey, you, you pissed me off. Or I didn't like how you did this or whatever, whatever. Like you said, it's like... You just automatically thought mm-hmm. that you just thought that was the route to go. It's just a ripple effect. Like once you kill somebody, you don't know who this person's connected to. It's just it, it falls down to everybody. Like yeah. this man just you just took his life yeah. and didn't yeah. think. I don't care how big he was. He probably was talking shit. I just know he was talking saying something crazy before you did it. Yeah. But it's the fact that you really you really did it and yeah. you really. You did it with the intent to to kill kill him. It's crazy. Now, so is there someone he, and please let me know if mm -hmm. I'm asking too many prior Mm -hmm. questions. Was it somebody that was close to him? Somebody that he knew and didn't expect Um, that? I don't know. I don't know if he knew him per se. Because Rick is from a different side of town from the guys. So I don't know if they knew each other. They may have ran across each other. He probably had a mutual idea of who Rick was. But I don't think he really knew him per se. He had kids. He probably didn't know Rika's had kids. I don't think he did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but going back yeah. to the kids, I know that you said that day you had your friend pick up your, mm-hmm. pick up your son. And then, um, so what, do, what else do you recall that day? Like, um, did you talk to the kids that day? I told, I set them together, me and my mom. We sat them on her bed together, and we said, I told them just, you know, Daddy, um, he went to heaven. And RJ... From that day on, RJ was just, okay, can I go home? Yeah. So he is not 10, sorry, he's 10 now. Yeah. So he, it was hard for him because we I had him, I was 18, so yeah. he know he his was, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his yeah. dad every day. He looks just like he him. Looks he's a junior. spitting yeah. image of his dad. And you say he, he's a junior? Yeah. Rick is junior. So he was very, like, didn't want to talk, didn't want to speak. He mm-hmm. didn't really know how to handle his emotions mm-hmm. like that. Kind of sometimes to this day still, he may say little things his, about his dad. His whole, but he he's not really like, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Right. Yeah. You know, right. he don't really say much about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because when I remember like shortly after we came and hung out. And I know it was it was difficult for me because I'm like I don't want to ask her I don't want to upset her I don't want to but I want to know if you're okay like how was I need to see you I need to touch yeah. you I need to feel you like I need to it's easy for me to call you you be like oh I'm okay like I'm not, today's a good day yeah you know I just remember you saying like some days I have a good day some days I you know but I was like I gotta see you know let's get the kids together let's let's mm-hmm. you know and so I remember some the kids were playing. My son and her son are. Mm. We were pregnant together our yeah. senior year. Like Kila was at in her pregnancy when I got pregnant. Uh, so she had RJ in June of 2011, 2011 and I had Marquise in December. Um, so you know we 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 wanted to like our kids to be close and be together. You know, and so they were yeah they were like very vocal mm-hmm. seven yeah and I think they were playing a game and something came up and Marquise mentioned dad or something to that effect mm-hmm. and um and rj just looked straight at me yeah rj looked <laughs> he don't at know how to yeah he didn't he know, don't how, know to, how to and explain. he kind of just shut down and her son too he just always been like you know super good spirited kid like uppity like always talking Talkative. you know i've never seen him like that okay mm-hmm. so i was like 
I could see the shift in his spirit too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I was thinking, like, I was even like, oh my gosh, like this really like is is messing with him. He don't really know how to and then um he looked at Akilah and then I think when they went back in the room was playing or something, he said something to this thing like, I don't have my I don't have my dad no more, something. Yeah. Because my son told me about it later. And I was just like, and I told Keila and I was like, you know, I don't never want RJ to feel like he's not comfortable. You know, my my son is very like he talks a lot, he don't know, he didn't you don't really understand because I had to explain to him mm-hmm. and and even then it was like if it, it put fear in my sons are like what like somebody took their dad mm-hmm. you know he didn't really understand it he was like you know he instantly started thinking about so his, his dad, dad. Right. and just like you know and I was trying to explain to him like yeah you know when you around RJ try not to bring it up and if he wants to talk about it then you know that's different you know just be there for him but like you know just be mindful of that but yeah, like you said, it's a ripple effect because then I I had to explain to my son and then mm-hmm. just the whole the the whole thing like my son had never really heard about people getting killed right. like knowing somebody who lost right. somebody you get what I'm saying yeah. and that's how it was for me like I don't think I ever knew anybody who had lost anybody to like you know gun violence or anything like that so I was a teenager so I was able to understand it but yeah. to these seven and you know what I'm saying. They're the bigger, their biggest problems is maybe somebody at school right. not sharing with them or you know what I'm saying. And so I have to your, deal with this now. Yeah. So for your three year old, do you think she really? She really didn't get it. She was only three, yeah. but she would ask questions or where is he at or how come my dad isn't here? Or, Why did she got her dad? I don't mm. have my dad. Or can you call him? He's late to the birthday party. Like oh. little stuff like that. It hurts because you know a little feels girl like wants to have yeah. their dad. Yeah, they she wants her dad. So um, with her, it's kind of tough because she doesn't really get to know him like that. So then it's like you kind of feel. Do you feel like you want to talk about him so much though? Because you want I to do. know. I talk uh, about him a lot at home. I tell her little things he would say, mm-hmm. or he would always do his thing. Like to RJ when he was a kid, like I'm gonna give you a thousand kisses. So I would always say that to her and give her a thousand kisses. Yeah. Or I would do little things yeah. that he would do, and I would do them to her. I would tell her funny stories right. about him, show her yeah. pictures of him. Pictures of him right. in the house so she yeah. can know, like, that's my dad. Yeah. Right. And it's was. crazy because, you know, kids, you got fathers who just choose not to be there, mm-hmm. right? And then you have fathers who their choice is taken from mm-hmm. them like that. Right. And so it's like that's even like, that's why I said, like, people, y'all have to think about this type of stuff. You got to think about these kids and how they're going to grow up and how they're going to mm-hmm. understand and process what it's like to dislike somebody or love like is it okay if I don't like them to just punch them or like you have to think about all these things yeah it's so much more to it than just boom you took somebody's life now boom we we mourn and then boom we bury them and we move on it takes life doesn't yeah and then like you say you you're only one person right so you still have to heal for you Mm -hmm. you gotta Mm -hmm. be strong for your kids help them heal help them understand Mm -hmm. and then love on them twice as hard because their dad can't yeah i just once he died and maybe like um the week or two after the funeral like everything is hype yeah. When he died, you get calls, this yeah. and this and this and this, and then it stopped. Mm. So it's the after the funeral, after the reception, after all of that, that's when you really need the emotional yeah. support. And I felt like I had it from my mom and some friends, whatever. I had it, but y'all wasn't with me at night. Y'all yes. wasn't with me in a time where. Yes. 
RJ is upset or throwing a fit because he knows his dad is gone. He can't do nothing about it. So I'm going to act out on my mom. Yeah. Or Layla crying because she don't know where he's at. So yeah. I'm going to just cry all night until I get yeah. it. So I have to love on my kids twice as hard yeah. because they don't have a dad. Yeah. I'm the only parent. I mean, you have a grandma, I have a grandpa, but right. your parent, yeah. I'm the parent, you know? So I have to take on and wear all these hats every and day. Then, yeah, and then go through your grievance stage. So mm-hmm. Do you feel like you was like super sad in the beginning and they're angry like what was it like for you like you know um they say it's like what seven steps to grievance it's like Mm -hmm. sadness anger acceptance forgiveness like where do you do you feel like you've you've went through all those stages i feel like i went through most of them so you forgive me i was supposed to say most of them i feel like i went through most of them i mean it's three years so you would think i'm not grieving no more you oh no baby that's another thing that's another thing it definitely do like i still even when i see certain guys or when certain his friends is coming home i'm jealous like damn they're all coming home living life doing this my man never got to Get on a plane or go on the beach to do certain things in the city. He never got to really live his life. Live his life. He's only was twenty four when he got taken from us. So mm-hmm. he was really um, becoming the man I always knew he was gonna be. If you know Rikis, he was always gonna do what the hell he wanted to do. Right. But I knew he was going to be that man. Yeah. That man I knew he was gonna be for me and his children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it takes a lot. Yeah. For me to just um, stay sane and try yeah. not to flip on people, which I have a couple times. Yeah, but it just takes a lot. The the um, crying it may lessen, you know, but yeah. it's there. Yeah, you want to cry at night because you can't talk to them, and then mm-hmm. that's when you get into the whole spiritual thing yeah. happens. So yes. like, I want to go see them. I want to know what the other life is like because yeah. I just. I never got my goodbye. Yeah. Like, I never got my goodbye. So, it, it really hurts that he was just, you just killed him and he was there. Yeah. I wasn't in his face. I wasn't holding his hand. He got killed and all y'all guys ran. Yeah. Yeah. And he was there in his own blood. He yeah. had a, I think it was a white lady there holding his arm over there on Sullivan. It was a white lady. He didn't know her. Yeah. And I know he was fighting. I know he was pissed because he gone yeah he can't do nothing he's mm-hmm. not coming back and he couldn't see me mm-hmm. or the kids or his mom for the last mm-hmm. time i don't mean to get emotional but it's so like it's okay yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to get so emotional but it's hard it's hard the grieving stage is very hard and i always thought i would be done with it but I would never get over it. Even if I marry someone, hopefully he's yeah. going to still accept the fact that... <laughs> that Yeah, this person he's is... He's still yeah. going to be this part of his family. Yes. He's yes. not here physically, but we're going to still talk about yes. him. We're going to still bring him up. We might still do things yeah. for his birthday. Mm-hmm. We might still, you know, hopefully he can accept that. Like, how still. do you even bring that up when you're dating, though? You know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I don't really talk about him when I'm dating. Yeah. But and I think some that everybody don't him. deserve that though. Some too, guys may know because that's a vulnerable side of you. When yeah. you dating, you gotta. We was talking about that. Like you, you gotta pick and choose what parts of you let people in. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Because they could probably, you know, some guys 
and not all guys are like that, but we'll try to prey on that, like the mm-hmm. weakness, and make it feel like, oh, well, that's the way and I can I'm get smart into her heart. It's like to, be there, and I'm smart enough to know, yeah, how guys is because yeah. me and Rikas had talks about stuff like this, yeah. all the time because the type of lifestyle he lived. Yeah. He will always say, if I was to get killed, don't ever date a guy like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. leave this lifestyle. Don't know, never right. talk to nobody. Who's in the streets? Yeah. Or who knew me? Don't ever date the same type of guy. Date a lawyer. Date a doctor. That's Lead good. his lifestyle behind. Yeah. You know, don't talk to nobody. Yeah, because it's, it's a lot that comes with it. Like right. you said, you, you was there. You had to be there through, you know, jail bids. And yeah. thick, like you really was, you really loved him. Mm-hmm. Uh, For and, him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and even though. He didn't purposely want to take you through those things, right? But he seen what it was doing mm-hmm. to you, and he was man enough to be like, "You don't deserve it. I love yeah. you, and I don't. I want to become a better man. Mm-hmm. But if I ever get taken from you for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I want you to know that I, you deserve that. And that yeah. that's a lot. That means yeah. a lot, you know, for somebody to love you enough to be like, well, "I'm I'm trying to be who I know you deserve. But if this don't work out, go for that person. Don't." Mm-hmm. Go back and try to build that person for yourself. Go, there's that that man is out there, yeah. and I want you to have that, and that's so dope. You know, you don't find that right. a lot. You don't yeah. find that a lot, and I know that a lot of people when they do lose their loved ones, they feel like, oh, how do I move on? Do I yeah. move on? Would they? Would they? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Prove of this person, and yeah. I know that's a big thing. Um, it's easier. It's easier said than done. Yeah. When you're used to a certain type of guy, you kind of more so go to guys like that because right. you're comfortable in this right. space. I'm comfortable with these type of guys. You Correct. know, I know the lingo, the lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I'm used to it. But I can also tell yeah. when you're not as real thoroughbred as you. And there's, make it seem. Yeah. and there's definitely, like I said, don't, like, with the whole, that's why I said, like, there's not a limit on how long it is that you grieve. Everybody's grieving yes, process and that's so is true. different. It, I, I, my, my grandmother passed in, what, 2008 from cancer. And I think it was, like, a good 10 years mm-hmm. before I could be, like, I'm accepting of it. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, to have somebody tragically took it from you. And that's why I said, people don't understand, like, it, it goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That murder, it might even be after. You might think you're over it. And yeah, when he good. could get out or out for parole, it you that's like, and you I have to relive to that, that again. And I that court date so I can know what he looked like. Yeah. I wanted to see his face, and he was so Did arrogant. you say anything? Did like you give his impact like, statement? Um, I, they asked me to. His, it was me, his mom, his grandma, and they asked me to, and I didn't want to go up there. I didn't know what to say. Um, I was really hurt because um, <clears throat> the guy who, I want to say the guy who locked the door, I guess he was the one who apologized and said Rico didn't deserve that. The minor who was in there, he was like, I think it was like 17 at the time. Um, he really didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. He was just there at the wrong place at the wrong time. So, And it was multiple people there. It was multiple people, but three people was char- charged. Okay. But one guy was charged with action. And you were... The other people knew him. Like, those were his friends? I feel like the, all the guys in the home knew who Rikis was. They may not have been friends, but I think they all knew him. He was very nice. I got different type of stories, so I would never yeah. honestly know the right. truth. But the way the court put it, more so, one was upstairs, one locked the door, and the other guy came from the basement who shot him. And I wanted to see what he looked like, and he was laughing most of the time. You, he did not care. It's like he did not freaking care. He like, was I was in, in tears. Like... 
you're short, but really, he's like my height. Like, you really killed my man. Like, you really did this. Like, you was, like, just arrogant, kind of smirking. He really didn't. It's like he really didn't care. Girl, he's a sociopath. And you get this man seven years. And it's like, that's where it comes into this whole rehabilitation period like do you really think somebody like that can be rehabilitated he feel like he got off i mean if somebody can kill somebody he got off i don't wish nothing bad on nobody but it's just like seven years but you didn't like your but that's what i said god god God, higher power that's higher higher than the judge higher than the jury i thought it really about even writing him or even want to see this man because it's like why why would you why and that's common a lot of people who've who've Want to talk to the to the person who you know who was who did she was the last was person who seen him taking somebody's life. I've I've heard of moms who's lost their sons and their kids go and visit the the murderer and like you said I I forget everybody that was in that courtroom. Mm-hmm. I birthed that child. Mm-hmm. I, that was you know what I'm saying. I carried that child for nine mm-hmm. months or whatever. I need to know. I need you to look me in my eye and tell me. What it like? What is what made, what, you, what do made you do that? Yeah. Do you think you're gonna end up doing it? Um, probably not. <laughs> I just know. I don't know. I know how, if he comes out, it'll be like 33, 34 by the time he come home. So um, I don't know. Maybe if I see him, I might blanks. I don't know what I would do, Man. but I just will never forget his face. Yeah, I will never forget his face. Yeah. Cause this is why my kids in my life had did a whole three sixty. Yeah. It's and it's you. It's yeah, and it's it's crazy. Like, and that's why I say the it, it makes it even more sad because half these people who have lost their life to gun violence won't. They're either their their murderer won't get found mm-hmm. or charged because people don't want to speak up. It's mm-hmm. this whole rule of oh we can't snitch, snitch this this and that. But if it was your family member, if it mm-hmm. was your loved one, if it was your boyfriend, your husband, your mm-hmm. child's father, you would want somebody to tell you. Mm-hmm. But then when it's the shoes on the foot, people don't want to tell people mm-hmm. and they don't want to they don't want like this is not how things are supposed to be. You get what I'm saying? And I get it. Everybody's not going to live their life right 100% by the book or how, you know, we feel that life should go. But we have to be more responsible. And like I said, you you mean you know, a lot of these times when this stuff is happening, there's other people around, other people that know what's going on that could possibly put a stop to it or bring awareness to it. You mean to tell me that it's three and four other people in the in the vicinity of this, and they, nobody, they nobody wanted to step up. I think they yeah. were scared because Rikas was like kind of big when he came home, so I think he was more so scared. Is he a, like a taller guy? He was tall. He was real stocky. You know, he was. They was probably scared of him. The guys probably scared of him, and Rikas was probably definitely talking but, shit. <laughs> so yeah, but but he didn't come there. He didn't, he didn't come there with a gun. He didn't come there no. with the intent to kill nobody. So what was y'all scared of? Y'all was scared because what y'all was about to do, y'all knew was wrong. Yeah. And y'all didn't know what the outcome was going to be. So instead of just saying, this don't feel right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't do this. Or somebody, this shouldn't be happening. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or just getting him out of there. Or just being like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Something. The fact that there's not enough people like that in this world. Like, it's scary. scary. Like, I really pray for the city. But I pray for just 
just I pray the, for the city, yeah, the moms, the moms who are everybody going through this as stuff, a whole, the kids who are seeing. We don't have enough leaders out there that is really leading people in the right direction. Yeah. Because if we did, you know what I'm saying? I just remember being able to be like that. All my friends, I'm like that. Like if we about to go do something, I know that I'm always right. gonna be with somebody mm-hmm. who's gonna have yeah, a, what's the reason? a reasonable mindset. Somebody They're that's just gonna be responsible for no and reason. Be like, look, we don't need to go here. We don't need to go fight these people. We don't need to go. Yeah. We don't need to go confront these people. We don't. Somebody has to be willing to be like that. It's not worth it. There somebody should be another way to handle say this. It's you not know? worth it. Don't yeah. step up and say it's not worth it. And I don't condone this. But behind the scenes, you probably still in the streets doing this and doing that. But I just feel like this the guns just need to be put down. Yeah. Because yeah. kids are growing up without their fathers. And when a kid grows up without his father, whether or not he has the good support system in his on his corner, he may grow up and retaliate and be in that lifestyle himself. So it's just a lot of fatherless kids out here and it's a so lot, sad. A lot it's of fatherless so kids. Well, and it is the digging process. Girl, I'm going through it too. Are we all? <laughs> it is. It sucks. Like it sucks. I'm like, I'd rather be alone right now because y'all just. But I just it's really different. hope like you do find like, I don't know the right one that could. They can never feel Rika's shoes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm just picturing like your daughter. Like, and I never even seen your kids. Mm-hmm. But I'm just picturing your daughter like. Walking down the aisle and like you know what I mean, yeah, like I can't do that. You know, what yeah, it's, it's a lifelong, it's process. a lifelong process and it's a lifelong like the injury, injury to somebody. It doesn't crazy. just, it never yeah. ends for the people left behind. Right, mm-hmm. it never ends. It the hurt, it never ends. Some people learn to cope. Some people learn to to heal and move forward. But the the pain is always going to always be there. That empty place is going to always be there, right? And then it just makes it even worse the way they were taken, right? We all know that we're here and we got a day. Mm-hmm. We all gonna we gonna all go one day, as sad as it may be. But that just makes it even ten times harder. And then, like you said, you grow up and you try to figure out as a kid how to process things and how to trust people. Mm-hmm. And you know, you think back about how you you know I hear about. People People who who lost their parents in such a tragic way, and even thirty years later, can't know yeah, they never really hurt. fully healed to to be able to even live a a productive life. Yeah, because they're so consumed by what happened and how they don't understand that. Yeah, they don't understand how that happened or why them or why mm-hmm. their you know their loved one, their father, their son. Like people, some people don't come back from this. No. This is enough to take somebody out. Yeah. Losing somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it said it goes deeper. People, kids got to grow up in graduations and weddings and every milestone and in their life. Their dad is not going to be there. So I think about that as I date now. I think about, will you be a good role model yes. to my son? Yes. Will you be what? a dad he to approve? my daughter? Like, will, will he approve right. of this man? So Because he's probably I, your best friend, too. Y'all yes. probably talk about everything. Everything. When I date a guy, I swear so many things running through my mind. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, check. No, you're not going to work. Yeah. And if I'm really taking time to really... Get a babysitter, do this. This has to go somewhere because yeah, right. I'll be it's tired. A lot of single mom today. I'll be tired. Yes. Like they think I'd be playing, but I really be like, oh no, baby, listen, I'm not going nowhere tonight. Yeah, like I'm tired, and that's why I said like it's like that that man that that comes into your life, he's gonna just have to work two times as hard. And I okay, and I and that's apply just the pressure. And it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely. 
worth it. Like you're yes. definitely worth it. Well, and at you. the end of the day, you keep those standards high and you keep, you know what I'm saying? Because you deserve that. And you've been through something traumatic that no matter what, nobody can change that. Because, you know, I, ha I my little sister, she lost, you know, her, her, you know, high school sweetheart, mm -hmm. you know, and he was stabbed and he, you know, he passed away. That was my little brother. You know, she, I know when her moving, you know, on in, in her romantic life and, you know, she has a daughter now, but a lot of stuff, you know, the person that she's with, I absolutely love him because he's, he's delicate with her heart in that sense. He don't mm -hmm. never make her That's feel good. wrong for, we celebrate him every birthday, every death anniversary. We celebrate everything about him. You know and what I'm saying? And that's a man. to have a man that loves him. Yeah. So and he just knows that. And, that's, and he knows that, you know, Savon was a part of our life. That's my brother. That was, he was a, he was a part, he was in my sister's life. He was in our life for years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was family. My son loves him like an uncle, right. you know? So you have to, that person has to come in and work twice as hard. But the fact that they will be willing to and not yeah. even be hesitant about it, that even will make you respect and have a and different type of love for them and more. love my children as if they were and yeah. Children. yeah and so, yeah and you I and you just got to remember not to feel bad about that and I tell you all the time like you know how I feel about you like girl don't 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 feel bad like don't mm -hmm. these you keep your standards high because if this is this is who you deserve. Yeah. yeah and like I sure. said you didn't ask for that you didn't ask for that to happen to you but it happened and so Baby, come, come, you gotta come, come correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He told me a lot. They, he only taught me a lot of things. So yeah. I know what to look with for. With my kids, they're to always going to be skeptical. They're always going to be looking like, okay, you know my Especially dad. Especially my son. Yeah. You see mm -hmm. a different change in me. He's like, mom, you don't never go out. You didn't do this when daddy was here, but <laughs> now it's you different. Now and you, yeah. He's like, and oh, you wear makeup now. You know yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, he's it's different for him. So did they did they go in any type of counseling, or do you think they will need to at some point? Um, I didn't put them in no counseling. I mean, I just let them talk to me. They okay. want to talk about their dad. They want to vent. RJ will vent to me. Like I must say, like a year ago, he like cried for yeah. the first time. He didn't cry at the wow. funeral. He was ready to go. He was did not want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so for the first time, like a year ago, he finally cried. And I think that when kids go through stuff like that, something like the biggest thing that probably ever happened to them in their life, that's something that they will want to grieve with. with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're in a funeral with all these people don't that know. you don't know. Probably you'll never see them again. Because yeah. like you said, you only got that select few who will still check in, uh -huh. who will still come. You know, everybody love you when you're here. Yeah. Everybody love you when you're here. But when you're gone, they're not checking on your kids. They're not making sure and your kids got too close. Um, he has one friend, Wawa. He is the sweetest guy and. Every time I call him, I don't, I come talk to Wawa for like months, and I call him, and he'll be like, "No questions asked." He'll give it to me. He'll help, and he's the only one I can say I can count on that Rikas really had in his corner. Yeah, that will do for his kids whenever I call. Yeah. So shout out to Wawa. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> you know, and it's it's crazy because yeah. he, he he was well known, and he had probably a, yeah. a lot of people that he considered his day ones already came up with, but out of all those people, only one only of them one of really, them really really loved him. Loved and I feel yeah. really comfortable to ask him. I really don't like asking for money. Right. So if I really ask you for money, I really I need, need it. it. And, and I always call him when it comes to 
to the kids and he always come through. No yeah. questions asked, no why it is, or maybe you should do that. He just like, I got you a killer. Yeah, because he yeah. that's real love. That's he really real love. loved him. They really had that that bond, that friendship. Yeah. And, and that's why I said it sucks too, because when you then go on, you, you can't see. You mm-hmm. can't see the people mm-hmm. who, who fall off or who really wasn't there for you, right? And so that's why I think that I'm just so careful about who I keep in my circle. Yes. It makes me think about that too, because I'm like, I need to know that people genuinely love me. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I want you to go ride for me when I'm done. I don't never want nobody to put their life in jeopardy for me, for my life that it was taken. You know what I'm saying? But I want them to still love me, love my kids, make sure that you continue to, you know, live out my memory, live yeah. through my hard memories yeah. that we created and just the love that we have for each other. If it's genuine and if it's not, don't come around me. Don't We don't got to pretend. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, that's definitely an important part, too, of just it's just that process of like really seeing, like, oh wow, yeah, like wow, he really used to think that you was really there yeah. for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? He it's always told me he didn't have no friends. Like, mm. I don't have no friends. Those are That's not my friends. He, he really that. never brought me around all them guys. Such a smart man. He never really brought me around <laughs> all them guys like that. So and I mean, I some of them know. know me, some of them don't know me, and some of them I've I seen. But that little whole group got big over the years. So I don't know who is who now, yeah. but. I never really brought me around mm-hmm. them people like that. Right, which you should, which you yeah, should. Yeah, he never like really that. did that lifestyle mm-hmm. with yeah. you. When you you supposed to keep the people that is the, you know the dearest to you away from that type of life mm-hmm. when you know you know what I'm saying. And I think that another thing is is like people fail to realize is like. The, no matter what lifestyle it is that you lead, right? People don't know your history. People don't know what you went through, how you was raised, right? right. People just so quick to pass judgment. Well, he was in the streets or he was this, this and that. But that doesn't mean that that man deserved to, to die right. like that. That doesn't mean that, that he didn't all. have people that loved him. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people think is the person is the worst person in the world. They still have a mother. They still have a father. They still have family. They yeah. still have a lineage of people that they will leave behind that will have to, to feel that. Right. So that doesn't justify it that doesn't make it any less painful that because he lived his lifestyle because people don't yeah. know that some people are raised in that life yeah some people are raised off of survival then they more mm-hmm. off of love you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that's yeah. why people are out here taking people's lives too because yeah. we people so prone to be like oh you got to teach your kids how no teach your kids how to love mm-hmm. one another mm-hmm. love thy neighbor as thyself like they need to right, teach more people yes. that your kids like that instead yeah. of this survival you know street life mm-hmm. because it is it is conducive to be able to you know have some street smarts uh-huh. to live in life because you know what what ways to go yeah like, who to be around and what to I deal agree. with but yeah. some it's like some and some people say like i didn't choose this life this life chose me some people really feel that way mm-hmm. and you gotta that doesn't make them less lovable or whatnot, because sometimes you just don't understand. Yeah, and it could, and that's another thing that's just like, oh, you know, people want to bring up people when people die. Oh, they want to bring up all this negative all stuff. All the bad stuff. Yeah, but he was definitely not like he that. He still deserved to live. He, he deserved, deserved to, to live, live regardless of what he done in the past yeah. or what he done to a guy. He out still there. deserved he still a chance. Deserved yeah. to live. and he was totally different at home. Yeah. He did not bring none of that at home. It was, it was a totally different guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who just knows, like, what, you know, what could have been, like you said, him just growing and flourishing. And as hey. I said, God will God will move people when he's good and ready, right? Mm-hmm. And so that transition is so, like, powerful. It's, it's amazing crazy. watching a miracle and watching how God will change a life in ways that you never thought I never happen. thought this would happen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I seen one of his friends, like, when I talked about how RJ, one of his 
associates, I would say, he knew got killed. And I was like, oh, my God. And they was, like, close. And I was like, how is his girlfriend going through this? Like, I would never want to experience that. Now, fast forward a couple years later, I'm experiencing it with him being gone. And I'm mm-hmm. just like... Okay, well, this is what you're going to give me to handle, guy? You think I'm that strong? Like, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, he don't think he know, baby. I'm going to try know. to work this he out. Know, yes. <laughs> and you you doing it. You doing it. You're really doing it. And I think that that's why I'm, like, so appreciative for you coming on and just sharing. I know it's not Thank easy. You. I know it's never going to be easy. Um, you definitely didn't deserve that you get what i'm saying you're not i don't think nobody deserves that nobody, nobody deserves no that mother. thing but like you said god would never put more on you than you can bear mm-hmm. and like i always tell you all the time i always to let you know like you are literally i don't just say that because we're friends and i love you whatever but it's the truth like you're one of the strongest people i know like i don't Thank know you. that i would have been able to been through everything that you you know what i'm saying that you've been through and you know what i'm saying and still be able to be the phenomenal mom that you are, the the amazing friend that you are, the 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 daughter that you are to your mother, and how you're there for your siblings and your mom, and and just run your business and still be able to just be such a inspirational, positive person. Yeah. This, like I said, this this type of stuff changes people's life in for the bad. Like some people we'll never come left. back. Their mental health be it's off. Wrong. They have no self-love. They feel like it's their fault. Yeah. They want to, you know, hurt people, hurt people. They want to go out and right. get revenge. Or Some people never. Yeah. I know. You know. But, but I found peace. Yeah. I learned important. to find that's good. peace yeah. in everything that yeah. I do with myself and my kids. And that's good. And we definitely appreciate and we, you coming yes. and just sharing this. Like, I just think, yes. you know, there's somebody yes, out there that's going to hear questions. this. No, <laughs> yeah. 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 I knew it was coming, yeah. but yes, yeah. baby, and it's still gonna come, baby, because yeah. 
it's gonna come that's what you deserve and it is it's like so important to talk about it and that's why i said like 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 even said like i am big on talking about stuff i used i wasn't before mm -hmm. and it messed with me and then that's when i started to experience anxiety mm -hmm. and depression because i used to hold so much in i was that. way more timid but then i became outspoken and i'd be able to put my feelings on the table and not be afraid to let people see me mm -hmm. at my you know what i'm saying at that point because like I said, it doesn't make me weak. I might have a moment where I feel like I'm at that point like of just breaking and I feel so weak, but that's just a normal human thing. And not everybody is entitled to that. And you cannot let nobody take that away from mm -hmm. you. And so, like, I'm big on talking and even going to therapy. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like I said, some black people don't believe been therapy. Yeah. Oh, no. Y'all know I'm a therapy. It's a lot of families. I know it's a lot of families that got, like, history issues. And what it was really talked about. And what it really was is that people, a lot of people, black people, have been to therapy. The ones that I have but they don't want to share it they don't want to talk about it you know they don't want to share it. they don't want to talk about it but it's important to share and it's mm -hmm. important to talk about it that's what it is yeah. a lot of people think it once again exudes weakness that doesn't make you weak and right. hearing somebody who went through it like that even touched me like let me know no it's okay to talk about yeah. you know somebody that you miss and because so you don't know how it's gonna make everybody around you feel you don't want to make anybody else sad or anything so it's really good like I'm, I'm really happy that you yeah. gave your testimony it's so special it's so important you literally i, I know you helped change me in this <laughs> i made y'all cry yeah. made y'all laugh girl i got a little <laughs> first tear on that shit on the podcast i'm over here like i love you i love you everything like you stay in there <laughs> but you know i love you and i'm i'm so appreciative i'm thankful that thanks for having for me friendship. yes thank you you always support and we all me and everything we want to eat more together that's yes. crazy yeah. crazy yeah. we grown y'all yes I'm we so are Yes. <laughs> 30 is like at the door. Oh. Yes. So definitely, you guys, hit up Keela. She gave y'all her. Uh, give them your social media one more time so they my know. Y'all need your hair lady. My Instagram is Akila Lorraine. She you got can hit me up on Instagram. Lots of pictures. Yes. Of you know her clients, baby. She not just because she's my friend, but she will deliver. So if you want to get your naps laid, your baby hair laid, <laughs> get my friend up. You definitely need to write that children's book, like you talked about oh, that, yes. girl, that children's Yo. book I'm for kids up grieving. With his aunt. Actually, Rikis's aunt writes really? books, and oh I just spoke with her, and I finally seen her. Shout out to Aunt Tanya, and I, yes. she is so sweet. Like at the funeral, I like fell into her arms. Oh I didn't know God. what to do, and I remember her saying, um, looking at me in my dead in my eye, and say, "Do what he would want you to do." Mm. And I kissed my band like so many times yes. before they closed that casket, and she was like looking right at me, like, "You know what I told you?" And I just. I kissed him, mm -hmm. and I was just so hurt. And I just always appreciate her for that because that was that was yeah. love. That was yeah. so much yes. love. I didn't get my goodbye, yes. you know. Right. So I loved her for that. So she writes books. So we're gonna be getting together to write yes. children's books yes. for all the for children, children who's lost parents. You know, it's hard to explain. Grieving, yes. It's hard to and you got so many books like out here, children's books. I for tried kids, to look, and it's but not really none a lot. It's, it's none not for really a lot. I tried to get something mm -hmm. like once more. I went everywhere. Brown characters, probably. I need one. My son was reading a book last year for the first time. He's he's in the fourth grade this year, but he was in the third grade last year, and it was the first book he ever read that he even 
heard a kid in the book is you know talked about a kid losing we their dad. One. So we're so. gonna team up with that and do I'm that. Excited. And I want to get it to be in libraries. So yes. hopefully that'd be good. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna make that happen. So guys, look out for that. Definitely look forward to hearing back from Akila Bay because she gonna be back on. We're okay. gonna get her back on. Thank she busy, you. but we're gonna get her. We're gonna <laughs> yeah, get some more. I gotta, I gotta run. Yes. 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 Well, yes. Thanks, guys. Thank Listening to another episode of the She Boku podcast and until next time stay, stay bold, bold.